on the last podcast, Mita forgot what the point was, and, you know, it's kind of just ended there. So this episode is a continuation of part one. Part two, we're going to find out about point dancing, or what the point was. We need to talk. Your animosity comes from the fact that you feel that there was a logical way to get out of this and there didn't need to be all of this tension, but I don't think she wanted that. You know what I mean? I think I don't think she wanted there to be tension. She wanted things to break in a in a negative way. I think that there's like she's not hyper logical like you. She's not pragmatic. She's a hundred percent a slave to her emotions. Um, knowing Ashley like that's that's a really hard place to be in and you feel conflicted you feel confused you feel so many different things untying all of that in on a conscious level is really really hard to do when you're buried deep in those emotions so however they came out i'm sure may not have been the best way but they were they may have been the only way because she didn't consciously know necessarily all of the things that you're talking about like you did but that's you like you're you're super divorced from that and able to to think like that. I don't think she was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, part of the problem in general with my personality is it. my personality is more unusual because people have a hard time com- compartmentalizing certain things. I mean, a lot of people are very good at it. Some other people aren't. I think people tend to be more in the middle. But uh, with relationships tend to be like a big soup for people, whereas I can kind of see it more in these kind of like uh, logical ways a lot of times, not all the time, but. And I guess my, yeah, my way of coping with something or kind of like kind of getting with like, not, like get, kind of being with it is kind of different than might be your way. Because I just see like the, the perfect solution and I compare it to the perfect solution. And maybe the solution's not perfect, but at least not try to make the solution worse than it could be mm. from my perspective. Like if, like I thought I had a good friend there for those three, four years. And then it kind of just goes away. That kind of like hurts. Yeah. But I mean, do you think that her intention was to hurt you? And you know, she probably, I mean, I might argue she probably labored over it and was broken by it more and for longer than you even. Like she, because she's so buried, like she, I don't know if she'll ever see it as logically as you see it because it's just, that's just not how her mind works. So she's like buried in all these emotions. How do you how do you come up with a with a breakup plan when you don't want to break up? You know, yeah, it's it's kind of just a struggle of life. Because mm-hmm. because it's my question: like, how can you make a breakup not hurt? Mm-hmm. And it's always going to hurt to some degree, right? Like with my situation, like I wasn't expecting not to hurt a little bit but it feels like it hurt way more than it should have mm-hmm. and i can imagine in alternate universe where everything just worked out well i've had a couple not maybe not breakups but a couple of scenarios where we parted so i've been on some dates and the dates weren't working out and then so we find that oh hey it's not working out and then we kind of separate from there mm-hmm. and it's very cordial or maybe the way it happens it becomes kind of like, it, maybe it's not like put out there like explicitly, but you know, you kind of get what's happening right here. Like meet a girl. Okay. I met this girl. She was a drunk. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, maybe she's just drunk this one time. I'll give her a second chance. And she seems a little bit bad at planning stuff, stuff out and uh, canceling. And then, so we made plans, and then she canceled because she's not going to see these friends in a while. I'm like, okay, this is this is, this is the end. You know, there's not much mm-hmm. more to that. Yeah, but you weren't, you hadn't had sex. You hadn't been, that wasn't your first major girlfriend that you'd been with. It, I feel like there was just, there was so much tied up in it. She didn't want to break up with you. Like mm-hmm. that, her heart didn't want to break up with you. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that she had, she did want to break up with you for selfish reasons, but she didn't because she cared about you, like made it so much more difficult that thinking logically wasn't an option. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. One thing about that, I think as well is I think her seeing me like healthy again (laughs) is kind of makes her angry too. Cause if you saw me and I was like cooped up or whatever, you know, still had the agoraphobia, then that would be a different matter. Because then it's like, oh, I made the right choice. But now if she sees me in a healthy state, then that might make her kind of mad because she's like, you know, this is what I missed out on. Or, you know, I don't know how to interact with this person now because, uh, like, like, there's a, I, I don't know, I don't know what the calculation I'm trying to make. There's a word there, but I can't quite find it. But there, there's looking at that situation and how I'm just out there and about. It's kind of, it's gonna be hard to see if that was like a big combination of your life. Or a big point. Mm. Yeah, I'm wondering if she felt any any guilt in that situation too. Like, wow, he's fine without me. Does that mean that like I was part of the problem? And like now that he got rid of me, uh, I he's great. He's fine. Like I had no effect on him, and if I had any effect, it was a negative effect. Because the last time I saw him, he was awful. He was in a bad spot, and now he's clearly not. And on top of that, he doesn't even know who the fuck I am anymore. <laughs> I, there's there's a lot of layers there. Like. <laughs> but so that message that I showed you earlier, I didn't respond to it. And do you think I should have responded to that? I mean, I don't know, man. That's a fucking that's a minefield every step of the way. Yeah, like I thought. This would be a can of worms. I mean, the first response I was going to do was, uh, sorry, do I know you? Okay, yep, yep. Okay, throw out a joke. That's a good one. (laughs) She would flip. She would probably lose her mind. (sighs) But this is also where it's confusing for me, too, because, like, okay, I'm going to say I don't care about her. I do care about her in some, some way. I mean, she has, like, a tragic backstory. It's like I don't want to be dismissive of that experience and also dismissive of her emotions. But at the same time, I don't know how to interface with her. Like, I've just chosen not to interface her with her at all anymore because I don't know how I can do anything to make things better for her or for, for me. Because mm-hmm. maybe you just, you know, don't contact with them, which is what I've been doing. But then, you know, saw her, maybe I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe. Maybe if this is her, maybe we can kind of reconnect and you know, not not be friends necessarily, but just kind of like be on good terms. But mm. it wasn't the case. So you definitely felt like you guys left on bad terms. Yeah. yeah. And she's not a friend to you is how you feel. You feel like she's not your friend no. per se. No. No, I haven't known her for, I mean, she was my friend back in 2011, mm-hmm. 2012 maybe. 
let's say 2011, but she's not my friend now because I don't haven't known her for eight years. Mm-hmm. So um, if you, it, you think she's going to come to that bank again? Uh, she has to for work. Wow. Okay. So how often are you going to see her? She always seems to come on Sundays. And last time she came, I, I didn't help her. I didn't talk to her. Again, I'm just not going to engage with her because I, I don't know if there's anything I can do which would be productive. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that in a bad way. But it's like, it, it's kind of like if you have workplace tension with a coworker, like at that point, you stop talking to them in any sort of personal way and you just go to business. So if I do have to interact with her, she's just going to be an, a bank customer, like not, nothing personal. Because I don't know how else to interact with her besides on a business level. Mm-hmm. If, if she wants to act beyond that, then, you know, maybe she can bring something like that. But I don't, I don't care that she does. Because, again, it's just a whole mess of worms. I don't want to get into something where it's going to be more of it than anything's worth. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's some resolution to made there, that'd be nice. But it's like, I'm not going to put that effort now because I tried to make a little effort. Maybe it backfired whoa, whoa, on me. Wait, wait, How'd you try to make a little effort? Hey, do I know you? Okay. <laughs> By telling her I don't know who you are. No, well, for, for me, that's so, so that that was my way of hedging that I didn't know it was her, uh-huh. right? And I understand that maybe if from her point of view, I should have obviously known her. Then it comes off as very defensive, uh-huh. like like uh, like I was fucking with her, right? From my perspective, I wasn't fucking with her, right? I was just you know not really not certain if that if it actually was her, right? So I I, I get there's that distinction there. But that was a way to try to reconnect with her and kind of like, you know, like maybe just re-solidify like that things are good, that we're people. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, it, it's, it's not even like, like. So, so she cheated on you. Mm. What if she thinks that you hate her? It, it, it's been so long. I don't care. So, so here's my thinking. She thinks that you hate her. She sees you out in the wild and. Your response is, I don't even fucking know you. <laughs> that sounds like if you're, if that's the headspace you're in, that sounds super plausible. Like you were trying to literally, you weren't just trying to pretend you don't know. You were trying actively to be a dick in order to prove a point to her that she doesn't mean anything to you. Because if you hate her, and, and this is of course all headcanon, then you want to spite her. And therefore, by being like, I don't even know you, that's like the ultimate spite. You meant so little to me, I don't even remember. Yeah. And th- that's that's the way that my assistant manager was seeing it, too. Yeah. Which, it it's not in, improper for her to see it that way. I'm not going to say that's not true. Maybe there's a better way of I could have said it. But also, at the same time, I don't think that what I said was necessarily bad. Because mm-hmm. she does look different. It's been nine years. So I, I think mm-hmm. there's a case for both sides there. Mm-hmm. Like, again, showing the pictures of her to my bank colleagues from, like, nine years ago and how she used to look. They're like, okay, I could see why maybe you wouldn't think it was her. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't ever explained to her. Oh, yeah. But but why would I explain to her with that sassy text she sent me? Well, maybe in person you'd be like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I didn't recognize you. It's been so long. Did you say? Did you say something to that effect? Something to that effect, but the response was, <laughs> I can't do the response justice. But it was like, oh, do I know you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ashley. Yeah. 
Interesting. <laughs> it was just like super awkward. Like she did not want to talk to me. Like oh, okay. it, it was pretty clear. And maybe I started off badly by asking, do I know you? <laughs> maybe that's where I went wrong. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, really isn't the answer to that question. No. No. Do, do I know you? No. You don't. Not not this me. Not the new me. Mm-hmm. Not the me of nine years later. Not the me that popped a baby out my vag. See these biceps right here? You don't know these biceps. You don't know me points to biceps. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what it's all about now. Did you know that Chimichanga has grown three times in size? I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that the name of your bicep? Or her baby? <laughs> my dick. Good to know. We'll make reference to that in a future episode. Uh, Tune in next episode when we talk about Mexican food. So uh, you're you're just going to avoid her and you think the problem will go away. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a problem except if I'm going to see her. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. And if I see her, I'm just going to avoid her. If she wants to make contact with me. Sure, but then again, if she wants to make contact with me and be a bitch about it, like, I'm not gonna, like... Uh, that's text, bro. Like, you're reading it like she's a bitch because you want her to be a bitch because it's easier than dealing with the fact that, like, she's hurting. No, if she comes up to me and she says, like, hey, sorry, like, I, I want to make sure, you know, like, comes at it from a good can, way. Can you ever see Ashley doing that? No. That, but, because that's not her. Like, you want her to act a way that's not her. But if she comes up to me and says, are you serious? You didn't recognize me? Like... Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're, that's a text and you're reading that with anger. Uh, like what, what if, what if that's, what if she's saying it with sadness, with self-reflection, with, uh, uh almost panic? Like, uh, really, you, you really don't recognize me. Like I've changed that much. I meant so little to you. Yeah. Then there's a different way to respond to that, which, which I would be open to discussing. Mm-hmm. But if it comes off kind of a tacky, mm-hmm. like, like, I'm not going to deal with it because I don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, someone's going to start, like, uh, yelling at me about something or start mm-hmm. scolding me. You know, it's like, I'm too old for this. I don't have to deal with you. But she, I, I think you're implying that she did one of those, that she did come at you and attack you. No, no, not that she did. But I'm just saying, if she approaches me, yeah. so I'm not going to approach her. If she approaches me in, like, a reasonable manner, mm-hmm. you know, I will, you know, respond reasonably. Yeah. And I will have a conversation with her. If it comes off as like, you know, she kind of comes hard at me, mm-hmm. then I'm just going to disengage because I don't want to have a hard conversation. It, it doesn't mean that much to me. Interesting. Interesting. It doesn't mean that much to you. I think it does mean more to you than you want it to mean to you. Well, I mean, wh- what am I going to do? Start yelling at her and just have these back and forth, situ- you know, conversations that are not going to resolve anything? Wait, what? Who it, said anything about yelling? So, so if she comes at me hard, yeah, I don't think she would ever do that. Okay, but let's say she comes at me hard. Why are we saying that if that's not something that she would do? Like, if she walks in with an AK forty-seven, like, why are we thinking about that? Well, because it's Ashley. She comes kind of hard. Okay. Right. I don't know anything about how she comes. So, if she's reasonable, that's one thing. But if she comes in and says, "I can't believe you didn't recognize me. Why can't you recognize me?" Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to disengage because I'm not going to deal with that. Okay. Like, I'm just saying 
you know, do you ask how would I deal with if she approached me? That's that's the way. I I don't think I asked that. Did I? I mean, we're discussing it in general. Okay. Um. So I I'm not concerned at her coming at you angry. I don't I don't think she would want to open that can of worms, but I do think that she's hurt by all of this. Um. And I think that you you're definitely have a lot of feelings about it too, even though you don't want to. I mean, she can deal. Mm-hmm. See, you're just trying to disengage because you don't want to admit the fact that you, like that it has an effect on you too. I mean, everything does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like th- if you have three years of a relationship with somebody and then you have all these like uh, memes, jokes, and everything, mm-hmm. and you can't like uh, talk to this person anymore, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, even if they're maybe not necessarily the best person to talk to mm-hmm. or like... I think it's I think it's there in the back of your mind. Uh, I think it's there in your heart, and I think that there is some healing that could still be done on both sides. And I think that she probably will not initiate that healing. I, I think I, I do think a resolution would help because I am still kind of annoyed, but it's more like kind of like when you have loose ends, and just have to get the loose, loose ends connected. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter so much that uh, like I'm not holding anything. I'm not holding on to anything from the relationship necessarily. It's more about how it ended, and I just need to get those kind of things you know, squared away. Mm-hmm. Which it's not that big of a deal because you know plenty of things don't get scared away, and it's not like it's not like it's uh, limiting too much of anything to, to my to my respect. But it's it's also like if there's an opportunity there, then you know why not take it? Mm-hmm. But getting to the opportunity is it gonna work? How do you, how do you get there? Um, feasibility mm-hmm. i don't know maybe by responding to the facebook message uh <laughs> what about like do i know you <laughs> probably not that one nate probably not that <laughs> I, and i argue you guys don't know each other we don't well there you go uh, god do we know each other i think i think do you know us? Because if you don't, well, guess what? We have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com Facebook.com slash we need to talk show. I don't get why we plug our own stuff. And twitter.com slash one. You gotta put all those T's in, people. Count them. That's how many T's there are. See, I have some snaps in the background that we can keep rhythm. Is, is, isn't, isn't, is, is T T T T. Ooh, that's a game people don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a secret game that we have that no one else knows except for Mr. Just. And then we also have a Pandora's box. Definitely go in there. Yeah, we did recently uh, release on Pandora, so you can listen to us there if that's uh, someplace you'd rather listen. I know I was talking to somebody, uh, my good friend GTA. He said that he, he always used to watch us on YouTube, and he's like, why do you guys keep producing this show if there's only like 12 subscribers on YouTube? I'm like, well, most people don't listen on YouTube. Like, that's a really odd place for people to be listening to a podcast i would highly suggest checking out uh spotify pandora um that your any apple phone has a built-in uh streamer for podcasts and i think uh androids do too now androids have been ahead of the game on podcasts Mm -hmm. they created podcasts so what what um listening platform is default on android for podcasts uh Good question. Well, is it I, Castbox? I never use the default one to be honest, 
because I I've had a favorite since uh, what like Android four came out, and it's Podcast Addict. That's the one I use. Oh, interesting. I haven't even heard of that one. Are we on it? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it searches. It's a podcatcher in general. Yeah. It's, it, you can use it to search the iTunes libraries, but also searches as libraries in general. So uh, it always finds our podcast. Sweet. But there's also uh, Podcast Bean, I think. There's a whole bunch out there. I think mm. Google has their own one, too, but I don't use the Google one. Yeah, they used to have Google Play, and I think they just launched Google Podcasts um, fairly recently, within the last few months. I, th- I thought that was the case, because it's hard something with podcasts on there. But they're both, like... W- like anything Google does, they didn't kill the old thing before they started the new thing, so they had them running simultaneously. Now they don't add new shows to Google Play, but they haven't crossed everything back over to Google Podcasts yet. So you could be on either, neither, or both. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's also weird how Google has like, like uh, comedy CDs on there as well. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but it gets a little confusing. Yeah, if you haven't listened to Mitch Hedberg... Awesome comedian, highly suggested. Ooh, Mitch Hedberg. If there ain't gravy, there's chicken. Nate, we need to talk. Hey, it's Chris from the Vinyl Loft, the Upper Valley's all-vinyl podcast, spinning over seven decades of great music on a format that has refused to die. We spin nothing but vinyl, classic rock, alternative, heavy metal, and much, much more. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and we are proud to be on PodcastNH.com.